This is Finance with Kids, a podcast to teach kids all about money. I'm Steve Coffrin. And this is Ava Coffrin. On this show, we take questions from kids all around the world and help provide answers so they can become financially successful on their own. So let's jump in and learn all about finance. Dad, you mean learn all about finance. Hey kids, welcome back to another episode with me and Ava. We are both really excited for this one. So Ava, normally you ask me questions about finance, but today I'm going to kick things off by asking you this question. What is a credit default swap and how can financial derivatives protect investors from downside risk? What? (laughs) No, just kidding. Okay, but seriously, here's my real question. What is a stock? Something you invest in, right? Exactly. So how can someone actually invest in stocks? I don't know. How am I supposed to know that? Okay, that's fair. So for you and the kids listening today, hopefully by the end of this episode, you'll know what stocks are and how to invest in them. I think that would be really cool. Okay, cool. So let's begin. A stock is like a piece of a business that you can own a little bit of. Imagine you have a lemonade stand and you decide to sell some of the ownership to your friends so they can help you make the lemonade and sell it. Now your friends own a part of your lemonade stand, just like a stock owner owns a part of a big business. When a business wants to raise money, meaning when they want to get more money from people so they can grow or make big things happen, they sell shares of their business to people who want to invest in it. If they make more money in the future, the value of the company might increase, which means the value of your stock would also increase. This can be good for stockholders because they can sell their stocks for a higher price than they bought them for and make a profit. However, it's important to remember that the value of a stock can go down too, so investing in stocks also carries some risks. Let me see if I understand this. So let's say someone owns a business. They can sell a portion of that business to someone else in exchange for money. For example, if I own that lemonade stand you were talking about, and if someone wants to own a part of it with me, I can give them a portion of the ownership if they give me money for it. Exactly. And imagine if they do give you money for part ownership, then you could take that money and open up another lemonade stand and grow your business even more. That would be cool. Then I can earn more money by having more lemonade stands. Yep, and that's essentially what businesses do. When they need money, they can sell a portion of their business to get cash from investors who want to own a piece of the business too. But why do they call it stock? Why don't they just say invest in ownership instead of invest in stock of a company? Good question. The word stock for a share in a company comes from a very old English word that means to stick. Back in the old days, people used a stick to represent how much they owned of something, like sheep or cows. Then over time, the stick thing wasn't working out too well. Imagine if someone accidentally picked up your stick that you used to keep track of your ownership and they thought it was firewood. Yeah, that would be really bad. Yeah, I mean, you're measuring everything on the stick 
You mark down how many cows you have, how many sheep you have, the buildings that you own. You have everything marked on the stick and it's just laying on the ground. I could just imagine your brother Max coming by, picking it up and then just throwing it in the fire and be like, oh my gosh, there's my whole tracking system. It's all gone. It's in the fire now. (laughs) I know. Totally. That would be horrible. Or imagine carrying a bunch of sticks around. You'd probably poke someone in the eye. 911, what's your emergency? Um, I poked someone's eye out with my stick. Um, ma'am, did you mean your stick or your stock? Yeah, I can totally see how confusing that would get. Exactly. So over time, they changed things from tracking ownership with sticks to using paper. In the olden days, well, at least in the olden days for kids, when a person bought a share in a company, they would receive a piece of paper to represent how much they owned. This piece of paper was called a stock certificate. People would keep their stock certificates safe, just like how they might keep their money hidden in a safe place. Over time, the term stock became widely used to refer to a share in a company, and it's still commonly used today. So in short, it's called a stock because it originated from the idea of keeping track of how much a person owned using a stick or a piece of paper. I want to make sure I understand this. At school, we are learning about percentages. 100% means all of something. So with stocks, going back to the lemonade stand, let's say I created the company, so I own 100% of it. If I wanted to sell some ownership and give people stock in my company, how many stocks would I give them? Well, technically, you would only have one type of stock, but you would give them shares in your company. Kind of like shares sharing my ownership. Yep. If you want to sell stock in your lemonade stand, you would determine how many shares of stock you would want to have. At first, you can make this number up. So I could have 1,638 shares of stock. I mean, you could, but most people would probably use round numbers. Like circle numbers? Haha, <laughs> real funny. This isn't geometry. No, I mean rounded numbers like 100, 1,000, 10,000, or 1 million shares of stock. So with my lemonade stand, to make things simple, if I own 100% of it, I could just say I'm starting with 100 shares of stock. In other words, each share would equal 1%. 100 shares times 1% equals 100%. Spot on. So let me say this all again, just so it really sinks in. Shares of stock are a way for people to invest in companies, and they work like this. A company issues stock to represent pieces of ownership in the company. When someone buys shares of a company's stock, they become part owners and can make money if the stock rises in value or pays dividends, which are payments to owners. The more shares someone owns, the more money they can potentially make. Companies use the money from people buying their stock to expand their business operations and hire more employees. Or like we talked about, they can open more lemonade stands because now they have more money to invest back into their company. If you wanted to buy some shares of Apple's stock, can you do that? Yes, since Apple is a public company and their stock is available to buy, Anyone who has the money to do so can buy shares of their stock. The cool thing is, 
As time goes on, if a company grows and makes a bunch of money, like Apple did, their stock price will go up and become more valuable. That's cool. You can buy a stock and invest in a company, and if they make more money, then you can make more money too when their stock price goes up. That's right. Stock prices go up when more people are buying the stock than selling it. When a lot of people believe a company is doing well and they think it's a stock that will increase in value, they will buy its stock, driving up the price. Additionally, when companies experience growth, their earnings generally increase, which can also cause an increase in stock prices. So if a company is really successful, more people are going to want to invest in them. And if more people invest in them, that price is going to go up. And that's how stock prices rise. And that's why it's so important to invest in assets that will grow and go up in value, like stocks. Yes, very true. Here's another cool thing to know: every stock has a code name called a ticker symbol. A ticker what? A ticker symbol. For example, Apple's ticker symbol is made up of the letters A A P L. Cool. A ticker symbol is a series of unique letters that makes up the special code of the company. Right. A ticker symbol is a series of letters, usually up to five, that represent a particular company on the stock market. For example, Netflix has the ticker symbol of NFLX. Knowing a company's ticker symbol makes it easier to keep track of its stock price on the stock market as it changes. When people are looking to buy or sell stocks, they often use the company's ticker symbol to identify it among other stocks on the exchange. How much do stock prices go up over time? The stock market has been on an overall upward trend during the last 50 years. It has experienced periods of significant growth as well as dips in value. Over time, stocks have become less volatile and unpredictable. Meaning that the long-term trend is usually upward. In general, stocks have returned an average of eight to nine percent annually over the last fifty years. Although there are some exceptions to this rule. That's good to know. Sounds like investing in stocks can be a good investment. Here's a joke for you: Why don't stockbrokers trust their stock prices? Why is that? Because they're always changing. Okay, seriously, that was so lameo. I mean, I didn't even laugh on that one. I know, right? That was totally lame. Kids, this has been a great episode. We hope you learned a lot. Be sure to join us for our next episode, and remember, send us those questions at hello at financewithkids dot com, because we would love to have you on the show. See you next time. Thanks for joining us for the show. If you want to be a part of this podcast, ask your parents to help you record your question on a voice recording app, and then email us at hello at financewithkids.com. Be sure to include your first name, age, and the city where you live. Oh yeah! If you like this show, please leave us a review and share it with your friends. See you next time.